Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Hello. Hello and welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I appreciate um, you. <laughs> he still appreciates it. It's been two weeks and he still appreciates you. Um, oh, I appreciate everybody. Now, you, now you've got American. Um, <laughs> well, Ted Lasso is American. But before we get into Ted Lasso, what happened in Wisconsin, um, Ryan? <laughs> well, I don't know if this is an ex- uh, this is a case of cannibalism or animalism, but in Wisconsin, there was a video that was taken of a line from McDonald's drive-thru where, you know, patrons were just lining up, ready to get their food, doing the right thing, being social distanced. This person spotted something in the back of a car and it was, in fact, a full-grown... Well, I don't think it's full-grown. I'm going to say it's a calf, an actual cow <laughs> in the back seat. And they thought it was fake and then the cow's head turned and looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going through McDonald's drive through where they serve hamburgers and beef burgers yeah. <laughs> with a cow. Maybe it was a terrorist attack. Maybe it's like I'm taking it back for the for my brothers and sisters. I, I, are you saying that this cow got into the back seat of this car, went, um, moo, look ahead, <laughs> 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 no, just drive, <laughs> and it's got a gun in, in its little hoof, and then, <laughs> and, then, and then it gets to the gets to the drive through window. The cow's there, and then he's like. I know what you're doing. It's like, it's not real meat. (laughs) (laughs) We ran out of cow meat. We've been using Barry who fell into the vats of fat last week. (laughs) We've been, we've been selling that, using that vegan meat that people love so much. (laughs) Don't, don't you, don't you, don't you say that word around me. (laughs) Vegans. How do you, Jamie, how do you know if someone's a vegan? They tell you. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. They will tell you. Just I've noticed that, and I hope none of them are listening. But some of my colleagues from work that are, are vaccinated from COVID. Again, I don't. I don't hold it against them. I will be getting vaccinated for my own health issue. But how do you, I, I say to them? Like they keep telling me, "Oh, vaccinated," and then I say to them, "Well, how do you know if someone's vaccinated from COVID nineteen?" And they yeah. say, "How?" And I said, "They'll tell you. You won't have to. No, they will tell you. Like twenty five times a freaking day." Yeah. I saw a funny video of a guy um, saying, oh, yeah, everyone, everyone's telling, you know, about if they're vaccinated or not. You know, I just wanted to tell you my, my uh, personal, um, none of your business. <laughs> you know, you know, just... Well, I had, I had one of my work colleagues delete me because I made fun of her um, having that banner on Facebook that oh. says I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And I said, why, why, like, it's good on you for doing it, but... It's, like, did yeah. you feel the need? But she was a sixty-year-old woman, so okay. well, uh, she, like, deleted me on Facebook. And, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look, no, look, we are, we are in, a, especially in Australia, we're in a very heated time. Um, yeah. People are literally. Oh, look, a tank just drove past my house. <laughs> well, um, oh, it stopped. It heard you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Gladys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hail Gladys. Um, oh, look, my chains, I'm chained to my desk. <laughs> Carry on. Yes. Um, yeah, let's anyway, not talk about the depressing let's, stuff. Let's, let's talk about the very happy episode of Ted Lasso. Yes, yes. Um, one of my favourites of season, my favourite episode of season one. Yes. It is called Two Aces. Yes. It is directed by Elliot Haggerty again, who was mm-hmm. um, worked with Neil Flynn on The Middle. Same three writers. Yep. Um, but brand new character. Yes. Called Danny, and he is very happy, and his catchphrase is... Danny Rojas. Say his full name. Give him the credit he deserves. <laughs> Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. And his Football is life. That's it. <laughs> now He is um, the most energetic person I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, a bit of fun fact around him. He, um, His real name's Cristo Fernandez. Yep. He actually was a professional soccer player in real life. I honestly believe it because I was watching the, I, I literally was, when he made his debut, I was watching the drills he was running and you can clearly see, sometimes you can clearly see other people and they're not actually playing. Yeah. It's a sub, but yeah. he he knows his stuff. I kind of had a feeling that he was an ex-player. Yeah, so the synopsis of this episode is... Um, when Jamie refuses to train because he's been benched last episode, um, yeah. Ted turns to the talented new signing Danny Rojas, and the team is Rojas! and the team is struck by an age-old curse. Yes, that's a very funny so, curse because because yes. the um, Danny Rojas gets injured training, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the, the treatment room yeah. somewhere, and they go like, "Oh, it's it's cursed. No one goes there." And then and then. Um, Sam, one of the, one of my favorite characters. He's just yes. such a lovable guy. Oh, um, he is. He yeah. He says like, oh, you know, these people, you know, believe in the voodoo, hoodoo, voodoo, you know, um, creepy stuff. And Roy's like, I don't. He's like, then yes. Jamie, all right, let's go. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But another thing is, I love how at the start there, you know, um, Ted's talking to to Nate and Coach Beard, and and no one knows how good this guy is because he got injured. The first time he ever trained, yeah, hurt his knee, and so um, yeah, Ted's trying to say Jamie simply is just like I, I really like Ted's speech to Jamie when yeah. um, he goes out and, and says, "Oh, Jamie, you're not you're not practicing today," you're and he practice. goes, "No, it's only practice, man. It's only practice. Yeah, it's only practice, man." And then Ted walks off, and then he's like, "You know what?" And comes back and goes in. I didn't write it down, but goes into this big speech. Um, Telling Jamie it's okay, but he's just like, it's only practice, but it's a thing that you get paid a lot of money to do something that's your passion, something that you love, but it's only practice. Yeah. And tries to make Jamie feel bad. And then when yeah. Jamie doesn't, because Jamie doesn't have a heart, um, yeah, Ted decides to, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to put someone else in his position and yeah. we're going to we're gonna make him... Yeah. You know, make him feel like he's not irreplaceable. And um, at the point, like you could last episode, you could really see that they've started to accept Ted. I think the yes, win, the win helped them. So when Ted blows up at Jamie, he goes, "All right, you can't practice. Yep. You're setting you're setting up the cones. 
Yes. Um, and then um, he tells Isaac he, to set yeah. him up. And then he's like, I think you like, so they've, they're all starting to stand up for themselves. And yeah. Um, yeah. No, even Colin, even Colin, the, the, yeah. like the, the off spoken said, yeah. no, Jamie, Ted told you, Coach Lass, I told you to do it. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that, yeah. Even Roy is starting, like Roy over the last couple of episodes has started to respect Ted yeah. and sort of stick up for him in terms of because Roy holds that presence over the players. Ted has Roy on his side, so therefore he has the majority of the team on his side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing we find out in this episode is that Jamie's actually on loan from another club, yes. Man- Manchester City. Manchester um, City. So yes. as soon as they find out that he's benched, they're like, oh, well, we can have him back then. Yep. You know, so there's that problem of um, losing their star player. Um, and that kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't expect that. Yeah. You know, I thought Jamie was just a Richmond through and through yeah. because he doesn't really act any other way. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a curveball by Bill Lawrence and the, and the crew. Yep. Um, the other thing, while I think about it, the um, intro itself, the Ted sits down on yes. a whole lot of blue chairs and they slowly start turning red. Yes. I've been thinking like, is that a metaphor for his influence? Kind of. Like well, do, I haven't. I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do skip the intro. Has there yeah, been? Do there seem to be more red red chairs each yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. No, well, it just, okay. it just well, it spreads out. It spreads out to make a pattern or something. But it's just, just yeah. like I'm thinking, like Ted's the kind of guy who's you watch. He's influencing everyone in the show, like yeah. every character. So I'm wondering if is that the metaphor for? I I, I mean, knowing Bill Lawrence, probably, I would probably you know, yeah, be, you know. be too far from the truth. Yeah. Um, no, it's just something interesting that I've noticed. Um, but this is, I, I think, like, the fact, the, another thing about this episode, the pub scene, I really enjoyed, you know, when they're all having the meeting at the pub. Yeah. And they talk about that banner. Yeah. When, and then the pub owner, I think she's the owner, the, the old lady, she, the pub owner, she goes into the story and say, and and tells the guys, look, this was this was put, put around town. Um, you know, if you're young, healthy, energetic, and you want to play, yeah. play soccer or football, um, come, and it was actually a recruiting ploy the, the by war. the army. Yeah. yeah. And I think she said 400 people, 400 young boys went, out, went away and barely any of them came back. Yeah. And that's another another example of Bill Lawrence sort of putting a lesson in. Yeah. And hit you hard and, you know, that, trying to rally the troops. Yeah. yeah. And that, that stadium, that photo of it was in um, episode one. Oh, okay. So there you they, go. They already planted that Easter yeah. egg right at the start. Oh. Yeah. Yes, so this, the treatment room is where those mm-hmm. soldiers got their physical. So that's why everyone's like, creeped out by it, you know? Yes. Um, and then and then Ted's idea to break the curse is to, for everyone to get something that means a lot to, an item that means a lot to them, yeah. and to go to the treatment room at midnight yeah. to dispel the curse. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm not doing it. And Roy stands up and he goes, you're fucking doing it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. okay, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. um, I love Roy. Roy, seriously, like... He's just got that 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 yeah. hard man presence. Yeah. And well, I've noticed. I've been watching him ever since. You're like, oh, he's my favorite. You know, and yeah. even even in the background when he's not um, the lead in the scene or whatever, he's still acting. 
Like he's still reacting and like you know some, some, yes. of, the, some of the extras just stand there and go whatever. Um, yeah, but he's like really in the moment the whole time. Oh, definitely. Um, no, I agree, and he's such a good actor, and and um, yeah, it's it's just I think it he grows on me every episode in terms of you know just especially he in these early episodes rewatching and how he has Ted's back but he doesn't, and it's just enough for the team to be like, okay, Roy's accepted Ted. Yeah, we're following Roy's lead, except yeah. for Jamie because he's a, yeah. he's a douchebag. But Jamie does seem to soften up a bit to Danny Rosa. Uh, what's his name? Danny. Uh, Danny Rojas. Rojas. Yes. Um, <laughs> when they do the crossbar game. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you were Jimmy Tart," <laughs> and then like, <laughs> "Oh, yeah." And he's just, that's really hard to do that. Um, hitting the bar. Although when I used to play soccer, I hit the bar a lot, but not intentionally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, here's a story from when I used to play soccer um, out, out in the Blue Mountains there's a whole, the, most of the soccer fields have a big giant net behind it so like if you kick the ball over the goal it won't go down the bush because you literally won't see it again like yeah. it's, it's a cliff behind it so this, this net is like so high that like I think they got a little bit excited on how they you know how high they had to build it. But one of my teammates said, 10 bucks if you hit it over the net. <laughs> um, I laughed and went, ha ha. But like halfway through the game, I took a shot and it hit the hit the bar and went straight up. And then it hit the net and then yeah. fol- folded over on top. And then the ball, ah! <laughs> never saw the ball, um, ball again. Um, well, I actually have a, so- a soccer story too. I know I don't have stories very often. But I, I used to play soccer when I was, I think, from about six through to 12 yeah. uh, for a local team out at Blacktown called the Blacktown Spurs at the park just yeah. down the road on Davis Road. Uh, I was always midfielder when I was always quite a chubby little kid. And it was weird that they put I, – I feel like my parents had influence in why they put me in midfield position who yeah. literally runs the most um, <laughs> every game. And um, I used to be in a I used to be in a team with a good mate of mine, Scott, and his dad used to be the coach. Anyway, I only I played for six years. I scored one goal, yeah. And um, when I scored that goal, I was so happy, and so I didn't know what to do. I scored. I, I ran up, and I just yeah. The keeper ran out at me, and I just booted it as hard as I went, and I got it yeah. through through the keeper. I was that excited. I started running back to all my all my friends. I fell over and broke my arm. Oh. Yeah, so I yeah. scored a goal. I won the award for player of the player of the match, but I had to go to hospital because I broke my arm. Damn. Um, yeah. No, well, I I um we had the worst. Like we were a terrible, absolutely terrible team. <laughs> like we were losing thirteen nil. Um, yeah. And then this coach from England comes over and basically just walks into the club and goes, "What's your worst team?" And then that, okay, that, that's us. <laughs> and then he took us from losing 13-0 to winning 13-0 in about three years. Oh, wow. Three, three seats. So it wasn't Mighty Ducks in one year, but it was... It was I was going to say, that's very, they should make a movie about that. I know, but it was like three years. Um, yeah, so... Were you like, known, was, your team, was your team the Bowen Mountain Birdmen? No, because we played for Colo. Um, now, do you know who else you played for Colo? Who? Mark Swartzer. Um, ah, yes. He was the Australian goalkeeper. 
Yes, I know Mark. He's retired now. Um, I pretty I don't know if it was Viduka, Mark Viduka. Viduka, Mark Viduka, yeah. I think Mark I don't possibly Harry Kuehl, but I don't think it was Harry Kuehl. It was someone else or someone else like so essentially three players that ended up going to represent Australia. Oh wow. I played for the same club as them, bitch. There you go. And look at look at you now, running Bone Mountain. No, well look, I I um my coach said I was good enough to go to the Olympics for running. Mm-hmm. Back then I was like, eh, well, eh. <laughs> like that was my attitude as a kid. I, I don't like, want to break your heart, but I think the coach probably said it to all the boys. No, not really, because um <laughs> I was ridiculously fast for my age to the point where I could stand on the halfway line and kick the ball over everyone's heads, run, and then get it on one bounce to score. And then when, because I didn't train, as kids got older and they did train, they got as quick as I me. Yeah. Then, and then my coach pulls me aside and goes, now we have to teach you how to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's our soccer careers. Yeah. Obviously, no. nothing compared to the Ted Lasso stories, but yeah. Well, my, my, we, half my team quit because the coach quit. Like he said, "All right, you've won yeah. the championship. That's what I wanted to do. See you later." And then half of them goes, "Okay, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, we're not going to get any better than this." <laughs> and then, we, and then we have to combine um, with the team that's supposed to be better than us. They're in a, hot, a yeah. better, better division, but we beat them like four nil every time we play them. <laughs> oh wow! And we're like, you're supposed to be the good team. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. So this ritual that Ted does, he's got everyone to put stuff in their in the in the barrel, things they love. Um, mm-hmm. Roy, Roy throws his blankie in there. <laughs> yeah, that was Did cool. you just call it right? blankie? He's like, oh, it's nine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And then Nate Nate steps up and goes, a girl once a girl once said I look like Clive Owen in these glasses. <laughs> and then and he's hovering over the can and he's like, like I don't think I can do yeah. it. <laughs> um, I love Nate. And then uh, surprise entry from yep. Jamie steps in with his first pair of soccer boots. Um, and then Ted's like, okay. Let's light this up. And then Coach Bid says, I think we should do this part outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got little, he doesn't say much, but he has good little stingers. Yeah. Um, and you can, uh, in, the, in this, you can see that um, uh, Rebecca's tr- still trying to fight the Ted Lasso charm. Yeah. You know, it's like she's being a part of it, but then she's, you know, um, the whole team's really collected, uh, connected at the end. They're really, they are. You know, drinking Even and laughing. Jamie. Yeah, everyone is absolutely loving. And then she just storms off. Yep. And then next thing you know, um, Jamie's been recalled to Manchester City. Yep. And, and you're kind of like, hmm. Yeah. And then this is, this is when there's like a massive truth bomb that comes where Ted politely blows up at Rebecca. Yeah. They're doing that. And then he hands her the biscuits. And he's, yep. you know, he's so frustrated. And he goes, I finally perfected the recipe. 
And so we find out that Ted's the one that's been making it all making, making the biscuits himself. And that's why she's never been able to track him down. Yes. So, and it just shows his character that he could be so annoyed with her, so angry, but he still gives her the biscuits. And, he's, and he apologises while he's angry at her. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah. So that was a really good episode. I know we yeah. said that at the end of last episode. Yeah, again. At the yeah. end of the episode before. But I just, I just love football is life. I just yeah. See, he I reckon he makes it, and and obviously this is the first time we see him, but he remains yeah. a core part of it, as you'll yeah. see in future episodes. Yeah. But it was it was what the, it was what the team needed, and it was what Jamie needed to show that him, Jamie, it's you're you're not irreplaceable. Yeah, you know you need to realize that you're you're a great football star. I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah, but you're not the be all end all. It's not Jamie and the Richmond. Team. Yeah. Well, well, it goes um, down goes down to the one of the early episodes where Ted Ted says, "Um, you're you're too busy thinking that that you're one in a million that you're forgetting you're actually yeah. one one in eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that um, really comes home in this episode. And then just as he realizes that he's gone, yeah. So, which, is, which I'm convinced is Rebecca's fault. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she definitely, definitely. set that up. Because she's like, this team that I'm supposed to be destroying is coming together. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, but, um, yeah, look, it's <sighs> such a good show. Yes. Um, any other thoughts? I just... No, no, I think you've said it all with that one. Um, As I said, my, my favourite episode, plainly and simply because of um, you know, Danny Rojas and also the, you know, the rituals. Yeah. And the story of all the men being, you know, sort of misled and recruited yeah. for the army instead of yeah. actually doing soccer. The other thing that happened that we forgot to mention is um, Keely lets Rebecca know, well, she's like, have you seen the news? Like, what's going on? Oh, yes, yes, um, yes. Turns out her ex-husband, Rupert, um, yep. is dating another Rebecca. who was from, the one It was who, a girl from the, the gala. Yeah, that was bidding on Jamie. Um, yeah, and they're and they're calling um, Rebecca, old Rebecca, you know, old Rebecca, um, yeah, because um, so, that's because Keely comes in and they're talking and it's like, oh, you're very cheerful today, and and she's like, yeah, and it's like you haven't seen the news, yeah, uh, and then yeah, she's like, I was going to be the one to comfort you, not not break you, yeah, so yeah, look that that and that just shows their relationship. He's, and I, look, I I think Keely does have a big part to play in eventually yeah. wearing down Rebecca and getting Rebecca to see that Ted is a good thing yeah. for the team and that they actually have a shot. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, because I think it's also it's it, it's got to Rebecca's got to transform into yes. like going from I want to destroy this to I want to. Um, yeah, and it's good. What I like about Bill Lawrence, he doesn't make it happen like that in a single yeah. episode yeah. he shows yeah. moments of weakness yeah uh and moments of she actually does have a heart and then she sort of has to click herself back into it yeah um yeah. but as we see throughout the episodes it's getting harder and harder for her to click back into it yeah and she, her reactions are more emotional reactions yeah. than strategic well, like yeah. when she did do what she did with jamie she it was an emotional reaction to 
her plan not working rather than a strategic yeah. reaction. So, and it's um, very similar to how Bill Lawrence has done it in Scrubs with Bob Kelso, the chief of medicine. Yeah. Barry, he's the, he is the villain from yeah. in season one. Yeah. Um, and then progressively you start the yes. softer side of him. And um, um, that's just what Bill Lawrence is good at doing. Yeah, because I remember, I remember, uh, and I'm sorry, it's been a while. I can't remember the. Oh, what's the girl's name? In Scrubs, uh, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. With I remember a couple of episodes with sort of where he's sort of mentoring her and yeah. puts away his anger and sarcasm and hatred for the job, and yeah. seeing all these young people where he. You know, he's given his whole life to it, where he sort of takes on Elliot as a as a like he gives her that mentor vibe. Yeah. Um, you know, and you see, like you're right, you see that side of him where he's like he's not a complete bad person. Yeah. He's just a bitter person because he wishes he was back in his heyday. Yeah. You know, That's and, and you're right, he has a good way of showing that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Good yeah. Episode. Good episode. Football we'll see you next life. week for episode seven. Remember, football is life. Football is life. Um, actually, Danny actually, funny. Saw because I follow Ted Lasso on Instagram, the page. They had, I think, they had a clip where I saw a clip pop up with the actor who plays Danny Rojas um, mm-hmm. at a baseball game, and he's got the <laughs> microphone. He's going, "Baseball is life." <laughs> <laughs> um, very funny. Uh, yeah, no, another, another great episode. But we will see you in a week's time for our uh, rewatch of episode seven. Yes. And as always, if you have stories, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com and we'll read them out. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time.